from digitiki.com. There's an active volcano on the island. You mean the kind that goes rumble, rumble, vroom? The lava comes boiling down and the island explodes? And sinks into the ocean? Oh, sounds perfectly dreadful. Welcome to the Quiet Village. back to the quiet village folks for another visit here digitiki coming to you direct from digitiki.com in the heart of the quiet village and in the hut not via satellite and not via telephone we have live in the hut the fabulous fabulous multi-talented artist eric october aloha eric aloha and we have our mai tais yes we do Oh, there went my... Oh, I actually had an umbrella in my Mai Tai and it just fell out. Garnish down. Eric is um, painter, illustrator, um, sculptor. Mug maker. Mug maker. Uh, um, doll maker. Seamster. <laughs> okay. Seamster, I guess. Uh, he's, he's done plush tiki toys, which I don't know anybody who's ever done that before. And they're very cool. So um, we are here with... Eric and Manuel, who's in the background over there, having another Mai Tai with us. And uh, Eric is basically going to take over this one. He's going to. I was thinking about should there be a theme? And, like, I guess my theme uh, for this podcast is to blow your mind. Blow, blow your and, mind. And by that, I mean your mind specifically, Digitiki. Oh, my mind. I have a couple okay. of uh, surprises in store. Oh, all right. Hopefully, it will be surprising. Okay. So and I then, told Eric, I'm like, well, all right, you. Sky's the limit. Do whatever you want. Okay. So, well, let's see. Uh, I'm going to kick off my first song, which is my first attempt to blow your mind. <laughs> so uh, I, I'm just going to play it. No introduction. And then hopefully you will be duly surprised. Okay. So here we go.
pecho de candela Alma de la África lejana Llena mi pecho de candela Aquí, si el negro mira la hembra blanca, y aquí, si el negro mira la hembra blanca, tabú, tabú, tabú. Yes, my mind is blown. I I did not have this song, believe it or not, and and I recognize that as Taboo, done by Desi Arnaz, Ricky Ricardo, of course, and that actually was from um, the album Babalu by Desi Arnaz and his orchestra on CD. I'm holding the CD in my hand, which also is very cool because I do not have this one, and I want it. Desperately, <laughs> it's actually Manuel's CD. I was just going through his collection, and I'm like, "Hey, look at this! Is this possibly taboo? Taboo that we all know and love? It's a tiki tune, and popped it on, and I was like, "Oh my god, it is!" A lot of exotica is based on Latin rhythms. Mm-hmm. You know, if you listen to Martin mm-hmm. Denny and stuff, you think, "Wow, that's really exotic," but really, it's Latin. You know, the the weedo doing the ch ch ch. That's a classic Afro-Cuban thing with mm-hmm. bongos and congas, and you know they'll they'll throw in Asian gongs and things like that. But mm-hmm. the, the rhythms itself, if you really listen hard, if you play like a uh, Quiet Village, and then you do back to back some old Desi Arnaz cha cha, you realize that Quiet Village is really a very slow cha cha. Oh. <laughs> it really is. It's you know it's uh, uh, uh-huh. it's a very slow cha cha rhythm. Which is interesting. So oh, it's very they difficult. are related. So, <laughs> Had to throw awesome. that in. Okay. So. so did I blow your mind now? No. <laughs> I think you probably already knew that, didn't you? <laughs> well, yeah, you know, we've had, you know, decades of growing up, you know, with exotica or this type of music sort of in our background. Yeah. Whether we know it or not. So I guess the things that are like that don't seem so exotic, you know, to uh, modern ears. But I'm sure back then, like all of this stuff was like you know, from all over the world. I'm sure people are having their minds blown left and right, you know, hearing this stuff for the first time. Yes, it's it's very cool. I, I, I always get emails from people saying, I just discovered Exotica, and I just found your <laughs> podcast, and I, I love this kind of music. And it's fine, because it's, it's, it's like a tiki bar. It's escapism. Mm-hmm. You know, it's musical escapism. Yeah. Um, okay, so... Um, I'm just going to jump into my uh, next song, which is 
Um, I've discovered my favorite Exotica song ever. It's uh, Black Orchid and the Black Orchid Alternative Version uh, by Martin Denny from the Exotic Sounds of Martin Denny, the double disc set. Um, I, I just love the song. It's so cool. And I love that it's like two versions together, so it's really long. <laughs> it's a really long Black Orchid. Yes. Oh, it's so awesome. I love the song. So this is officially my favorite Exotica song ever. Okay.
Okay, cool. Okay, so, um, uh, here is a track. It's sort of weird. It's, um, not so much exotica, uh, more lounge. It's a, a lounge version of Han Solo and the Princess uh, by Evil Genius Orchestra from this album of all, like, lounge versions of uh, Star Wars Really? I've, yeah. I've never heard of this album. It, 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 it's pretty cool. Um, some of the stuff sounds uh, maybe a little synth- synthesized, like uh-huh. the instruments. Uh, so some of the tracks work better than others. And uh, to me, this is the best track on the album. Uh, so here we go.
my god, I love that. <laughs> I love that. Now that's the the Evil Genius Orchestra. Yes. And oh my god. to my knowledge, this may be the only thing that they've ever released. Um, but it, yeah, it's really cool. It's brilliant. <laughs> I love it. I absolutely love it. I ha- and and how did you discover it again? Um, I, I I don't know. I just at the time that it was out, I just heard about it. Someone was like, "Oh, there's this loungy uh, Star Wars album that just came out," and I was like, "Really?" So I got it, and I'm like, "Oh, this is pretty cool." And so, like I said, that's my favorite track, and I think uh, one of the tracks that works the best with that sort of theme, reinterpreting uh, Star Wars um, songs or tracks, um, like the Darth Vader's March. Um, it sounds kind of like a marching band uh-huh. a little bit. So some of them don't work so well, but that, you know, that's a neat track. And that makes me want to hear, um, <laughs> even though they, they didn't do this on this album, I would love to hear Darth Vader's theme as a beautiful Brazilian bossa nova. Oh, that Wouldn't would be Wouldn't that cool. be a riot? Yeah, actually, some of the songs are very sort of bossa nova. They love on that. Here, um, but but the, that the, the darkest, most foreboding <laughs> kind of theme, but just done as a just beautiful light bossa nova would be a riot yeah yeah so that's really great and Just oh get hopping on that somebody out there <laughs> yeah so. that is great i i love it well you've blown my mind once again <laughs> i love it I and i wasn't even it. planning on blowing your mind with that one it just worked out that way <laughs> it worked so uh so anyway so this is actually i wanted to blow your mind with this here is uh the artwork from the 50th uh episode oh you it's go. the original. <laughs> yes, so I so wanted to uh, give that to you. Do with giving it. it to me? Well, yes, do with it what you oh. will. Frame it. Uh, uh, put it in your closet. Oh, thank <laughs> you. That is a, awesome. Put it in my closet. <laughs> you know, I have everything I need to get framed, and that's my big yeah. push now is to frame it because my walls are empty, uh. and I haven't gotten anything. <laughs> I will get this framed immediately. Cool. Okay, so anyway, so that was, that was a... a plan to blow your mind there that sufficiently that. blows my mind because <laughs> i loved the artwork and of course i put it up and but you're giving me the original that, <laughs> that is freaking amazing well I'll just say thanks for letting me take over your show and uh, oh gosh anytime okay so um so to compliment that uh, quiet village drawing here i don't want i'm gonna put it over here because i don't want to get i don't want to spill my mind eye on yeah. it so here is a version of Quiet Village by Dick Contino. Thank you. 
listening to what um, the the women are singing in particular. They get they're, they're going bling 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 bling, bling. <laughs> in the background. It's so years it, before bling was the yeah, thing. Yeah, it's so it's so it's so funny on some level. I, I find it very very humorous, but then on another level, I just go, oh my god, this is so wonderful. I love it. And you know what? I think you just hit on the reason why we like it is because now it's old enough. There's a sense of irony in the music because it's cheesy, <laughs> it's loungy, uh-huh. it's syrupy, it's elevator music, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which now we can look at it and go, oh, that's cool because it's elevator music. Uh-huh. But back when it was really elevator music, it was like, oh, God, do I have to listen to this going exactly. all the way to the 30th exactly. floor? Exactly. You know, there, I, you know, I think that may be exactly why we think it's cool because mm. there's there's... There's a dose of irony with it. Yeah, it well, maybe it, wasn't there before. I don't know. I could just it could just be the Mai Tai. By the way, we're on our second Mai Tai. Yeah, yes, yes. Uh, well, uh, for me, actually, I think a lot of it is. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I did that in stereo. A lot of it is um, is nostalgia factor, or just yes. the memories that it evokes. Yes, that I totally remember hearing this type of music growing up because my dad played this music. Um, and in fact, it was actually kind of interesting. Um, like he'd go upstairs to like my parents' bedroom, and you know he he actually had his stereo in like a cabinet, in a built-in wall cabinet. Um, he would actually tune it into a radio station. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was called KJAX, KJAX, Cloud Ninety Nine. Wow, you remember the yeah, call? Yes, yes, because looking out of my parents' um, bedroom window, you could see all the way into downtown Stockton, and um, one of the tallest buildings. Uh, that was where the um, the uh, record uh, uh, radio station was, mm-hmm. and on top of the uh, radio station, they had this enormous neon sign that was this giant cloud, and then it had a ninety nine on it, and so like the cloud would light up, then one nine, then the other nine, okay. cloud ninety nine, wow. and then the, then the colors K J A X, and you could look out. You just pull back the curtains and we look and we look at the sign. Ah. It's so cool. And the sign had to have been at least two stories tall. It was enormous. Um, And that's not just, you know, you know, through kids eyes. I mean, it was gigantic. And, you know, you could totally see it from like literally miles (laughs) away because, you know, we were miles from downtown peeking out the window and look, there's a sign. So it's it's gone now. But um but those memories of like that music that they played and that my dad would play are just so sort of ingrained in me. So a lot of this exotica stuff just sort of touches on those things that, that I remember from my childhood. And, and I'm actually, and I'm so grateful to my dad for playing that music so that now I have such an appreciation for this type of music. Now, you know, as an adult where I have, you know, sort of more perspective on things like music and can appreciate you know a, a nice orchestration <laughs> so um so yeah so anyway so the last song in that set was uh blue coral by frank barclay paradise orchestra and chorus so yeah so all actually all of those songs um just that whole period of music is i my appreciation for it is totally born out of uh being forced to listen to that type of music as a child <laughs> it's funny you didn't have a backlash from it now you're actually listening to it it's you know it's interesting people's reaction to it i'll tell you the thing that kills me is people's reaction i i when i really started to get into jackie gleason recently i was playing it mm-hmm. um around the house and i had at the time i had a roommate 
rocker dude, <laughs> Jeremy. <laughs> he, 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 you know, uh, he he was you know Mr. Rocker dude, and uh, and I'm playing it, and it's blasting through the house, and he's like what is this? This is great. And I'm like, really? You, you think it's great? Which is something I didn't expect. And, uh-huh. it, and it's funny, more and more people that I play that for say the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like, what is this? It's great. It's so cool. Because mm-hmm. it, it, it has that. It reminds them of something that uh-huh. they heard as a child yeah, or something. Yeah. You yes. Know? Yeah. I think uh, at least for whatever whatever generations that are around now that had parents that or grandparents that played this sort of stuff. I think, I think there's that sort of nostalgia or like that memory, that childhood memory factor mm-hmm. where they're like, all I've heard, I've heard this before. And I don't know, maybe it's comforting in some way or it's like, Oh yeah. It takes you back to, Oh, when you were a kid and you had like less troubles right. or, or, you know, your biggest trouble was like, Oh no, baloney for lunch again. Okay. Well, we've uh, gabbed enough. So let's move on to some more music. So here we go. Uh, This is Sayonara by the Gene Rains Group from Call of the Tropics. Mr. Artiste, because uh, you've done, um, you started doing these sketches, which if everybody looks at the cover artwork uh, on the podcast for the 50th anniversary show, 
It, it almost looks like a velvet painting, but it's actually pencil. Yes, colored right, pencil on black, on black paper. Yes. Um, uh, you've even done tiki cookies for an event. Oh, I remember yes. when you first brought the tiki cookies. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. Um, and now you're actually doing um, you're doing tiki fabric prints. Yes, and yes, you're I working am. with Val Tiki to do yes. um, to do tiki shirts. Yes, t- uh, tiki shirts, tiki dresses, skirts. Um, uh, people have been asking me to do fabrics, fabric patterns for a while. You included, and I'm like, what's the point? There are so many fabrics out there. Yes, and I want to rub your face in this right now because I kept telling you, tiki fabrics are the next frontier. But I'm like, but there's there's already fabrics out there. There's no there's no need. And then, of course, over my ties, booze. uh, We were talking with uh, Val and uh, Ed, Chris. Uh, at um, Trader Sam's, mm-hmm. and the the idea of fabrics came up, and then somebody said, "Oh, you could do this, you could do this," and I'm like, "No, there's no point." And then somebody said, "You could do Stockton Islander fabric," and I'm like, oh, "I could." See? And then uh, uh, the Islander print that you did is um, blows me away because it looks like something. It looks like a shirt from the 1950s. It looks like wow, I found this vintage <laughs> shirt that actually fits me. Because if any of you have actually uh, looked for old vintage Hawaiian shirts, you run into the problem that I run into, is that people were small back then. <laughs> or you could put it the other way, we have grown larger. They say large, uh. and it's tiny. I mean, I, you know, I don't even... That's why I love My kid vintage, couldn't even wear a large. Vintage clothes, because like, they more or less will fit me. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, they fit you. Mm-hmm. You can get away with it because, you know, you've got the frame for it. I got a little extra frame going on. Well, you know what? Just go with it because the stuff you come out with is amazing. And now comes the shameless plug. You have done the very first, the inaugural Quiet Village Mai Tai Glass. Oh, yeah. Eric did oh, the artwork yes. for that, folks, which you can hopefully still get them if they're not out. It's a limited edition of 100. Mm. And um, oh, can uh, we throw up a, a picture right now? Yes, we're discussing and it. And if you're looking look, on your artwork yeah. viewer in <laughs> in iTunes, here's a picture of the glass. Eric did the artwork, so we so here it is. So get yours while you can. They're going and, fast. Yeah, and if you hear this by the time they're all sold out, well, exactly. Well, you'll just have to wait for the next uh, either the next color. Or the next color and design. Next color and design. That's right. I was thinking about going for, for the next time would be a different design and a different color. Mm, so you might not be able to get this design anymore. Right. So it's collectible. <laughs> so if you missed it. <laughs> I, you know, oh God. this this is this is under the influence this show Uh-oh. is under the this is the problem when i have when i have people who actually come and do a live show with me it's not just your my tie is empty it's yeah. like oh my third my tie is empty and we, oh my god and and uh, the the james bond one i did with scott the two-part oh, yeah. one it was funny because, and I'm going to tell all of you about this because... Um, Ooh, it's a tell-all, everyone. This is a tell-all. We actually recorded the entire two-part show in one sitting. <laughs> but the problem was we had several no, of those I'm... Vesper martinis oh, no. in, in one sitting. 
and those are insane. Mm-hmm. It's um, it's gin and vodka mixed with Lillet Blanc, which is basically like a citrusy wine, mm-hmm. so kind of like a vermouth. They are insanely strong, and we <laughs> we had so many of those, <laughs> and we just kept downing them as we're doing the show because you're not thinking about it. You talk, take uh-huh. a sip, talk some more, take a sip. By the time we were two-thirds of the way through it, we were slurring our speech, and I went back, this is like a week later after recording, and I listened to it, and I'm like, oh my god, we sound terrible, there's no way I can put this, it was insane. So I'm like, oh my god, we have to cut it, so I cut it right at the point where we started to get really crazy, and then I called him, and I said, we gotta come back and do it again, because it's just so, it's oh. so bad. Ooh, well, um, you should do a, a Quiet Village excerpt show. Oh nothing, my god. No, nothing but a, I think people would think a slur, lot less of me if they heard. Slurred out uh, uh, voiceovers. Mm. <laughs> Definitely check out Eric's website, which is ericoctober.com. Yes, right? yes it's it is. Exactly the way it's spelled, E-R-I-C October. O- October, O-C-T-O-B-E-R. Which is com. a killer name. Oh, thank you. I love that. Eric October. <laughs> you and I both have odd last names. Um, yes, which are, I, I think odd is cool. Yeah, yes, yes. Um, yeah. Okay, we're on. Okay, so uh, let's see. I'm talking about that. Okay, oh, so uh, so this next song is uh, called Shore Break. Uh, it's by the Romans from their album You Only Live Once. Um, it's sort of a surf-type song. Um, the Romans are this crazy band supergroup LA band from the early 80s um that had tons of different influences one of the influences surf music um and interestingly enough one of the members of the band is Michael Ullincott who also has some really really cool tinky fabrics on Spoonflower yes um, amazing tinky fabrics yes his stuff is so amazing and actually the interesting thing about uh the roman uh, the romans is on the album artwork, it actually has his tinky patterns in the background. Oh, and oh so nice. he was doing this decades ago. Yeah. Okay, so this is Shorebake. Romans, you only live once.
the next couple of songs, which um, I, I like to call uh, Exotica Adjacent, which is these songs are not Exotica, um, but I think they would fit into an Exotica playlist if you were playing, you know, uh, Martin Denny, Arthur Lyman, Tikiaki Orchestra, and then these songs popped up in the playlist, you wouldn't think what's that that doesn't belong and, uh, and i want to just interject the fact that i have found doing do n- not only just doing this show but discovering more music that i like and want to play on the show or want to add in when i do a dj set or something mm-hmm. there's a lot of interesting tunes that you would never think fit in with mm. tiki that just go right along <laughs> in a set and it's like it was a natural but mm-hmm. you never would have thought of it mm-hmm so yes yes so hopefully these next couple of songs will uh will fit into that category um this first one is prisoner of mars uh, by stereolab a band who often use farfisa in their work
That was Prisoner of Mars uh, by Stereo Lab from their album Dots and Loops. Uh, not uh, Exotica, really, but to me, it feels like something that could fit into an Exotica playlist. Um, so, uh, what we have up next is a song by The Creatures called Abstinence uh, from the Fury Eyes single. This is actually much more Exotica. It's all like percussion. Um, uh, creatures explored the percussive and the instrumental and sort of the exotica side of Susie and the Banshees. Um, and this uh, next track is a very, very good example of what to me is their sort of exotica leanings. And I, and I want to cut in just a little bit to find out to, and to talk about how evasive exotica really is. Uh, you know, you think of it as a as a tiny little genre that nobody knows of, but it's funny because when I interviewed Jeff Chanel for the um, for the uh, rare exotic mm-hmm. of the two part, mm-hmm. you know, he had heard this this industrial kind of noise band, mm-hmm. um, throbbing gristle, oh, yeah. playing Martin Denny before their oh, shows. Yes. It was part of the soundtrack oh. before their shows to set the mood. Mm-hmm. For me. Uh, the creatures and Susie and the Banshees, they are totally in tune with Exotica, even though that's not the kind of music they make. Um, at uh, uh, Susie and the Banshees concerts, like the exit music after the show is over, they play, they play Bare Necessities. Mm-hmm. Just it, the way that the, the instruments come together, it's, it's this, this total exotic mix of music, and then it, and then it, it coalesces into the familiar bare necessity song well and and george bruns did this did the score for that and george oh. bruns mm-hmm. did a hawaiian record he did yes it's called um it's never been put out on cd oh. but it, it it was uh in stereo and mm-hmm. it was with the whole disney orchestra only he recorded it himself it was his own stuff it was called uh, moonlight time in old hawaii oh wow and it's great. It sounds like if Disney went to Hawaii. Oh my god! Because this guy was the sound of uh-huh. Disney, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. And uh, it's really an interesting. Someday, I hope someone puts <laughs> that out. On yes. The, but anyway, I, I but I digest. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay, so this is "Abstinence" by the Creatures from the Fury Eyes single. Thank you. 
Um, but the interesting thing about this song is it was recorded in the whole um, Boomerang album was recorded in a um, an abandoned church, I believe, in Spain. And there were there was like a family of sparrows that lived up in the rafters. Really? And this song has the 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 twittering of the sparrows playing underneath it. How did you find it. this? Well, well, I'm into Susie and the Banshees and the Creatures, so of wow. course, it's a Creatures album, so of course I own it. And so this is definitely an homage to the classic Martin Denny. Well, with exactly, bird calls exactly, with exactly. real birds and with one. real birds. So to me, this is totally exotica. the The lyrics. Oh, it's don't, a vocal don't song. T- yes, there are lyrics. They don't talk about, you know, exotic South Sea islands, mm-hmm. but the instrumentation, the birds in the background, it's totally exotica as well, far as I'm concerned, or at least exotica adjacent. It, y- yes, and <laughs> once again, you're blowing my mind. Um, so I guess we'll, we might as well just end with this. We'll, yes. we'll sign off with it. So do you want to do the sign off? Um, uh, uh, aloha. <laughs> that will work. Right. Well, that was my practice because okay. here's my official sign up. Okay. Aloha. Oh, okay. Um, but wait, wait. You can you can listen to the Quiet Village anytime by going to digitiki.com and wait. Oh, clicking I can't remember. Oh, and clicking on the podcast. Uh, uh, podcast button. Button. <laughs> oh no. Where you can get a complete. Rundown. Complete rundown. No, I'll let you take over. Okay. You can get, well, you can get a complete list of all the songs on this oh. podcast, which are ones that I don't have. <laughs> At least I didn't have until Eric was here. Um, <laughs> and, and of course, you can get a complete list of all the songs on past episodes as well. And um, because I'm slightly inebriated, I can't really remember the rest. <laughs> Uh, thank you for visiting the Quiet Village, Eric. I am so excited that you came here. I'm sure you could edit this all together so uh, it, it makes sense. Yes. I, and, and by the time you guys listen to this, there will be a lot of really inebriated banter oh. that will have been cut out. Mm. So, I, I can come back for a, for a, a re, re-recording sessions if necessary. Yeah. <laughs> we may have to. So anyway, I, I'll, I'll let you... Now you can say it. Uh, Aloha. Uh, oh, aloha. <laughs>